welcome to Utterly Geek Social Hour for the final week of November 2018. Mm. Lots of travel this week. Lots of games this week. I'm Darren Bell. This is Chris Walsick. And this is Stephen Petrella. Hola. Yes. We're here to talk about movies and games and things and stuff that we've <laughs> done. Well said. Smooth. Like, yes. like butter. Mm, like lumpy butter. Like like the butter from my gravy from Thanksgiving. Mm. Put butter in your gravy? Yeah, I guess you no. do. It's <laughs> Well, I guess if it's like... You could, if you want to make it great. <laughs> you got to butter up your butter. I mean, I I just use the, the turkey juices, so, I mean, I guess that's almost as bad. Well, you use the turkey juices, you use a roux, yeah. maybe a little browning agent. Yes, yep. And you got that's when the gravy boat shows up. <laughs> the gross part is the next day when you got the big container of oh, the yeah. cold yeah, gravy. Yeah. And it's like just it's solid, just that, that solid. top layer of just <laughs> solid white. And you're like, yeah. give me some of that. <laughs> Scrape it off. <laughs> Heat it back up. You're like, it looks gross, but wait till this fucker comes out of the microwave. Oh, you're yeah. not going to see any of it. <laughs> uh so over over the holiday, I I use this as a time to get into some smaller, more portable type things. Nintendo was having a pretty good sale on some digital titles. I know you got into it, Wally. Oh yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Runner three. Fuck yeah, the Runner third, three, so good. The, the third bit trip presents game, which is weird. They're no longer Gaijin games. They're choice provisions. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I did notice that, yeah. Yeah. And they've dropped BitTrip entirely, so this is just Runner 3, mm. which is iterative, but in a really good way. Yeah. There's now branching paths, and some of those paths are harder than shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm through the first world. I'm into the second now. Yeah, I, I actually just was... Just got into the second world as well before we started recording... And yeah, I think I think the reason why they dropped the bit trip was just because it's no longer an eight bit style anymore. It's like a full three well, D. Runner two was full three D as well, but right. it didn't do the same course spinning and shit yeah. that they do in this one. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, I was looking up how to unlock characters. That is an entire process in and of itself. It I a... I've already unlocked uh, Uncle Dill so far i'm so upset wet fart cheeseburger is not a playable character in this one. Oh, he's not an unlockable that's a shame but i think you can unlock the entirety of runner 2 hmm i think you can unlock all of runner 2 in runner 3 hmm okay how does that yeah. work this i have no fucking idea okay i have no idea but Hey, that's a lot of runner. That is a lot of runner. Yeah. And that soundtrack's so good and it's so goddamn weird. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun. Like I'm I'm definitely having a blast with it. And at at the time that I bought it for like ten bucks, it's already fucking I'm I'm already done world one. I don't know how many more worlds there are, but I already got my ten dollars worth out of it. I think it's four. I think there's four worlds. But there's still, like, a lot of levels and replayability. Yeah. Like, tons of replayability. 
So that that was the new thing with this one. You've got your initial gold run, which mm-hmm. is in all of the games. Like that's always been the default. But yeah. once you complete that, it unlocks a gem run, which is a second path that is harder. Mm-hmm. And you can swap between like there's certain branching areas where you're like, oh, pick the high road or the low road or the middle road. Sometimes like it gets fucking complicated because when you take the high road sometimes there's stuff in the foreground that will literally block your fucking view (laughs) and obscure things and make it so much more difficult and then within that there's hidden paths again to unlock like stick puppets which unlocks the actual story scenes Mm -hmm. have you gotten that for the first world no i'm at i'm at like i think the first one you have to have nine or something yes and i'm at seven so i've got i've got two more that i need to find uh, some of them are really hard yeah there's still there's still uh oh shit what's his name the actual like main character of the runner series uh, commander video commander video thank you uh i still need to get him in the first level i still have no idea where the fuck he is like i found some other characters but not huh. him yet wow the the neat thing about those is that you can pick it up and then get bonked and you still have it. You don't have yeah. to keep getting it every yeah. time. I, I did notice that, which is really nice. And same thing with like with unlocking characters where you do a hero quest. And then once that hero quest unlocks, it'll unlock a new section of the in the level to like collect oh, wow. each thing. Yeah, so like there was one path that I went off that was like, hey, I'm looking for these berries or whatever. So it was like, oh, okay and they give you the first hint that's like oh it's at this level and i was like okay so i ran in through that level and once i got it i i went back to level i was like oh okay let me go turn this in and they were like no 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 we need two more here's the second one so i was like oh wait what and it wasn't until i went back on the menu hub that i like went through and i noticed that it until you get the actual hero mission that's when it unlocks in the other levels to to collect huh. that to collect wow, that item okay. but very similar to the puppets where it's like once you get it and if you get hit like it's it's counted it's counted for all okay, you have cool. to do is just finish it i need to get through that yeah and that's how that's how i was able to get uncle dill because it was like oh collect the three berries and i just did like all three of them so i basically ran through it again not giving He's a, a real shit stupid looking pickle right yeah yeah <laughs> so i've got uh, him I'd... so far Runner 2 had such good characters. Uncle Dill, Wet Fart Cheeseburger, the reverse merman. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And the, the humor is right there in this one, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I've had Charles Martinet as the announcer. He introduces himself every time. Mm-hmm. I launch it once, and he said, I'm Charles Martinet, and you're not. <laughs> Runner 3. <laughs> Brought to you by Pears. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> You can unlock a real nightmare version of Charles Martinet as a character in that game, and it makes me so happy. Yeah. You can, there's much worse things you can spend ten bucks on. Oh yeah. I think it's back up to its regular price of fifteen twenty. Uh yeah, I think it was like twenty or something. Yeah. Maybe it's only 30. on Switch. I would say, pick it up. It's real fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. I because I because so- I thought you know hey something that's that quick of a game. Like, mm-hmm. that that should be on fucking Switch. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also introduced my sister and brother-in-law to Puyo Puyo Tetris. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
which I forgot how confusing Puyo is as a game to try <laughs> to explain it to someone who has never seen Puyo. Right. My brother-in-law eventually picked it up and started kicking our ass. Uh, but yeah, that's that's just a really good game. Like everyone knows Tetris, so the best way to play that right. game is just to introduce people to it. Maybe do the swap once and watch people go, "What the fuck? No, fuck, no, <laughs> no!" And then go, "Okay, just go in the mode, pick Tetris, play Tetris." Right. Because people get Tetris. Right. It, but that's a real good party game. Uh, on the flight back, I picked up and I'm getting back into Fire Emblem Awakening because I realized in my 30-plus hours of that game, I never fucking finished it. Uh, yeah. And it's a... The Fire Emblem games are so goddamn good. That was the 3DS one, wasn't it? Right? That was the first 3DS one, yes. Okay. Uh, and going back to it makes me realize how many quality-of-life improvements they made once they got around to Birthright and Conquest. Mm-hmm. Like, weapons still have usability in Awakening. After so many hits, they just fucking break. <laughs> right. Is is no good, but it's so good. <laughs> uh, and and I went and I went and I saw that Ralph breaks the internet. Mm. Ah shit! I want to see that. I, I won't yet. spoil anything then. Okay, please don't. My biggest complaint about Ralph Breaks the Internet mm. is that it is not called Ralph Wrecks the Internet. <laughs> okay. Why the fuck wasn't it called Ralph Wrecks the Internet? I know. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, yeah. I mean, when they announced that title, there was a, lo a lot of people who were like, what the fuck? Like, so many missed opportunities of what they could have called that thing. I was also very concerned about this being that lol it's the internet eh. yeah they do it really really well <laughs> they hit every aspect of the internet all right i'm on board every <laughs> aspect i'm on of board the i'm on board <laughs> they they even kind of pivot into the worst sections of the internet i should In hope so glorious ways <laughs> there's so much there do they hit do they hit youtube haikus though they do not hit youtube haikus okay all right though memes do kind of become a central plot point okay actually let me run they ca yeah they kind of do hit yeah yeah youtube haikus are kind of a central plot point okay all right yes in fact, they do. All right. Sweet. And it has, I think, the best end credit sequence I have ever seen in a movie. Hmm. Okay. Stay after the credits. That's all I'm going to say. It's <laughs> <Okay>. life-changing. <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal. I mean, it was for me for Spider-Man Homecoming, if you've seen the after credits scene for that, which I absolutely recommend. I have not seen Homecoming yet. You fucking should, because it's so good. It's so but good. There was uh, the Spider-Verse movie. There was a trailer for that. Which I'm also going to go see. You better fucking believe I'm going to go see that. Which, that tra yeah, that trailer made... I Yeah. 
like stylistically like looks fucking awesome uh the story seems really funny and just over the top what the fuck is spider ham (laughs) (laughs) it's a different it's another spider verse dude is that a legitimate comic that they did i think so yeah okay or unless if they're just referencing off of uh simpsons i don't know maybe i mean i'm okay with it (laughs) john mulaney looks like he's having a lot of fun with it yeah Mm -hmm. i mean it could be um could be like a offshoot like a one-off deal like kind of like a jokey thing like i've seen other comic books do that where it's like they have like this weird little character in the side of their comic and then they make like just a one-off like three comic series of this weird little character oh like a comic book day type yeah nope he's he's totally i'm looking at it uh he's in the variant cover of the amazing spider-man number 528 march 2006 <laughs> wow where he's fighting doc ock and green goblin <clears throat> all right yeah go see ralph breaks the internet <laughs> it's much better than it has it justifies its own existence. I was afraid yeah. when they said that they were going to do a Wreck-It Ralph sequel. Mm. I'm not spoiling anything because it's literally the first scene. Peter Pepper's in it. We made it. Burger time. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Peter Pepper right there. Okay. <laughs> Burger time keeps coming up this year, and I don't know why, but it makes me happy. <laughs> That heavy burger game came out on Switch, and I was eyeing it real close. It looks real good. <laughs> okay. That stars Peter Pepper. Anyway, that's that's all I was really up to this holiday. Nice. Uh, speaking of movies, I just recently, because, god damn it, there's so many movies coming out this the past couple of weeks. I've just been like, oh, my God. Uh, there's some I need to see and others I want to watch first. And one of them being Creed, because I want to see Creed 2, because mm. I heard very good things about Creed, and like Creed 2 is coming out, and I saw the trailers for that, and I was like, fuck. Not only do I need to see the first Creed, but this Creed looks really fucking good. So the thing that upsets me about these movies is that when every, whenever anyone says, oh yeah, I went to see Creed, I immediately make a music judgment on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Creed! <laughs> yeah, human clay. Yeah. Oof, oof. God damn it, Scott Staff. Um, right. I mean, yeah. I guess that's a that's an okay assumption. As someone who is not a fan of any of the Rocky movies <laughs> in any capacity, right? Which when you say Creed? I which think I. Music. Yeah, it's definitely. It's definitely not a movie I would think, like, if you're not a fan of the Rocky movies, I mean, it's kind of like, it's more of that, but just, like, just different from someone else's tale. It's basically right. what, like, I was telling Steve earlier about it when I was talking about it, it's basically what Rocky Five should have been, because I think what Rocky Five was set out to do was be like, oh, there's going to be, like, Rocky's son who's gonna like kind of take up the mantle but wasn't really his son it was someone else it was like oh so rocky's gonna train someone but like apparently there's just no boxing at all in rocky five like not even a fucking fist fight at all it was all drama and that's why five is regarded as like the fucking worst thing it's terrible in the in the, in the whole franchise uh which they kind of learned with that with creed because it's like 
it's still that similar like there's someone that wants to take up the mantle and wants to learn and Rocky trains them but it has a tie into the fact that it's Apollo Creed's son uh from the Rocky movies and uh yeah, like I would say it's very faithful to fans of the series and also is a great addition of like an ongoing tale mm-hmm. to like pass off the torch to like continue so, the story. So you could hop in at Creed without knowing the other Rocky movies. Uh, still no, no, I would say you, you would definitely need to watch some of the some of the earlier ones. I'm trying to think when Apollo Creed comes in. I he's can't in remember the, whether he's, it was two he's or three. in all of them. He's he's the oh, okay. he fights so the first one Rocky fights Apollo Creed, the second okay. one Rocky fights Apollo Creed, and then the yeah, I think they become friends in the second one, right? And then the fourth one Apollo Creed dies, right? Spoiler alert. <laughs> was what was that fourth one like the the Russian one? The yeah, Russian. Dar- Dolph oh. Lundgren. Yep. So five was the one where they came back after all the years. Yeah, and he like trains this guy, kid. He was like yeah. a street brawler, right? To beat up the world champ or whatever kind of thing. Because I saw, I saw the most recent, not the most recent, but the one after they came was, back from all the years. Oh, uh, Balboa. That's the only Rocky movie I saw. Oh, that's the one. yeah, I forgot about that one. That's the only Rocky movie I've seen, and I had to see it for a class. Mm. <laughs> well, I will. Which is, n- I'll say that Rocky one and Rocky two are fantastic, like just fantastic films. Yeah, like on the spectrum. That's of what films, I keep hearing. Very, very good films. The rest, I like. I like Rocky three and Rocky four. I think are pretty entertaining. I didn't mind Balboa, and I, but I and I've heard really good things about Creed, so I I want to see Creed because I've just yeah. heard it's a well filmed. Uh, movie and michael b jordan is a very good actor so Mm. um yeah yeah there's there's some really nice shots in that film and the thing is i read after the fact that uh the director was only 29 years old when he directed creed Mm -hmm. which i think is a big fucking undertaking for a 29 year old to take on the the directing for this fucking franchise that like could have been just dead and buried, but they decided to keep going, and that was really fucking good. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Ryan Coogler. Yes. He also directed uh, Black Panther as well. Oh, damn. <clears throat> that makes sense. Black Panther's real good. Yeah, it is. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, I fucking love it. I'm going to be seeing Creed 2 this weekend. I'm super fucking pumped for it because everyone's been saying it's it's really really good do a double feature <laughs> go see creed then go see ralph <laughs> yeah right i know i'm ralph. i'm almost i'm almost considering doing a double feature this weekend just to see those because i want to be i kind of want to i don't want to let any of these movies that are coming out or already out to like not be in go theaters away, anymore yeah. i there's so much i want to go into with ralph but <laughs> i can't well we have some homework for this weekend, so there we go. Well, I mm-hmm. certainly do. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, um, another movie that Ryan Coogler did that's really fucking good is called Fruitvale Station. Okay. Which is based off of um, it's a true event that happened. Basically, it's one of like the. I'd say. Well, 
it's where this kid got shot by security guards and he wasn't doing anything uh, uh black kid and it's michael b jordan it's a very good fucking movie damn I, he I, just I, he just kept yeah. hauling michael b jordan yeah. everywhere huh? yeah, well, uh, he michael b jordan is fucking he's just really fucking great good, yeah so I know. good and in fruitvale station like it's just an amazing movie it just really i i really like what they did with that one because it 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 takes the like the actual events that are really pertinent to to what's going on in the world today and shows mm-hmm. you the truth like it just shows you the truth and it doesn't tell you how to believe it just says hey this is the shit that's happening and mm-hmm. this is you don't it's not like saying you should think one way or the other you know like it's just saying it's putting things in front of you and allow, and allowing you to think for yourself and it just does it really well mm-hmm. and uh, yeah i i highly recommend that movie nice uh yeah so seeing that um i haven't really watched much lately at least tv uh but as far as games i mean fucking runner three at least it's anything new that i've done Fuck yeah runner three R- runner three <laughs> uh, a lot of that um you know and just just to divert back real quick sure sure it's that fucking soundtrack as soon as you load it up how it slowly layers it in as you get deeper into the menus mm-hmm. that that runner soundtrack is just so happy the oh, game yeah. is nothing but happy and also fucking gross at the same time. <laughs> I love the grotesque artwork. That's it. That, yeah. That fucking guy who's puking spaghetti on the map is such a gross monster. <laughs> oh, he's disgusting, but I can't <laughs> stop looking at him. Yeah. It is it is excellent. I've really been enjoying my time. That is my that is my current uh I'm on my lunch break game and it is like the perfect amount of time. Similar to Mario Kart where I was able to do a whole trophy. I was able to, yeah. able to do a whole cup run and then like once it was done I was like, "All right, well, time to get back to work." Whereas like back bit, to work. Whereas Runner is kind of like I can get two or three levels in before it's like, "All right, I'll, depending on how much I'm struggling on the level, but yeah. But yeah, thoroughly enjoying it. Already Already more so than two. I think I've got that on PC. I think I picked it up for that. I believe you did, yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, fucking Overwatch, Call of Duty, Red Dead, those three, been cycling through them. I played a lot of uh, Call of Duty this during the holiday season because they had that's when they had their big fucking double XP across the board for everything. Uh, so I played a shit ton of that when I had downtime. Um, but yeah, as for Red Dead, like, god damn it. I don't think, I'm still not bored with it. Like, with how much time I've put into Red Dead. Because if this was like Red Dead 1, I probably, I would have already reached the point where I was like, god damn it, I'm fucking sick of this game. I just want to be done with it. But, um, I kind of haven't really reached that point yet with, uh, with the second game. Um, huh. I'm still out of like the six chapters. I'm like on four. Um, nice. But I, I, yeah, I, I just do that thing where it's like, hey, I feel like doing a mission now. Hey, I feel like doing another mission. Hey, now I'm gonna go fucking roam around and explore for a bit, just because I want to go level some shit up and find some things and hunt some legendary creatures. And then get back into the story again. Like, I don't know. It just seems... It's, it's like, 
decently paced, I would say. Um, as far as, like, being able to have that freedom of go around. But, the, I mean, that's just a fucking Rockstar game. Like, they've always been yeah. like that, where it's like, hey, you can... You have to travel to get here, but you get fucking distracted by millions of other things to do on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also that I found myself a few times being like, I'm playing fucking poker for hours on end. Why? Why? <laughs> because, because, because fucking Red Dead, that's why. Um, oh, it's like little because, shit like that. Because you're cowboy role playing. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, God, there's, but it's still, like, even though as serious as it is, it still has its, like, over-the-top or just fucking overly violent segments where, uh, there's what there was one segment where a random event while I was riding, there was a guy on a horse and he falls off of it and he's, like, screaming in pain and you, like, pick him up and he's like, I need to see a doctor and he's got, like, a bloody arm and you ride him into town, you get him to the doctor, and the doctor's like, all right, let's bring him out back. And you set him on the chair and everything. And the doctor's like, he's like, well, this looks seriously infected. He's like, we're going to have to amputate it. And the guy's like, wait, what? And then, like, the doctor, like, takes a syringe, sticks him with it. So he drugs him, so it knocks him out. And then, you know, the doctor says to you, like, oh, you don't want to be here for this. And I was like, fuck that, I'm staying for this shit. And uh, and I got the angle just right. And it was like, the doctor picks up the fucking bone saw and just starts, like, sawing right into this dude's arm, making the most horrible noises and just blood splurting everywhere. (laughs) And eventually he just gets through it and then, like, bandages it up and then throws the fucking arm in a bin. And he's just like, the doctor's like, well... Sent for a lot of blood, but he'll make it through it. And then, like, that's the end of that whole segment. And I'm just like, I'm like, fuck, man. (laughs) But then there's other stupid shit where it's like, if you, uh, there was a guy that I came across who got bit by a snake and he's like holding his thigh and he's like, oh, shit. He's like, you got, you got to do something about it. And you give him the option of either like, uh, giving him some medicine or sucking it out of him. And if you choose this sucking the venom out of him, like, cause you know, it's in his inner thigh, like Morgan will just be like, uh, okay, don't tell anyone about this. And then he'll like go down and then like suck out the venom, spit it out. And the guy's like, oh, thank you. You saved my life. He's like, yeah, again, not a word. And then later on I go into the town and I'm about to go into the general store and the guy's like, Hey, wait. Hey, you're that guy to help me with that snake bite. And then like Morgan's like, uh <laughs> almost like I'm not that person. <laughs> like I was just laughing my ass off because like Arthur was just trying to play it off. Like he was like, no, no, I wasn't that guy that totally sucked the venom out of your inner thigh to save your life. <laughs> like it's like shit like that. I'm just like, yep, this, oh, yeah. this is a Rockstar game. Very much so. Well, all those events if I'm remembering correctly, are kind of set up to repeat if you don't do it? Uh, no, so I I actually have done them because uh, I had I was actually trying to leave the city and then that guy with the bloodied arm showed up again, but it was someone else, obviously right, it was a because scenario. But it was it was the same same scenario, different people. Right, exactly. So it was just huh. like, and I was trying to leave town too, 
And so he fell off his horse, and I was just like, fuck this. And I just shot him in the head, and I was like, and I moved on. Robbed him, and then threw his body over yeah. the side and kept going. Because I was like, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to leave it. town. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to leave town. I don't want to go back into it. I, I heard a really funny anecdote from someone who was a, found the snake bite guy, but accidentally, like, bumped him in a weird way, so it broke the AI. So okay. instead of sitting there worrying about his snake bite, he literally just stood up freaked out and ran away <laughs> on his supposedly snake bite leg oh shit like well okay yeah it's a oh. rock star game although you did you did remind me yes i actually came across the same guy with the same scenario but there was a different dialogue option where it was like arthur sees the guy and like the guy's like oh god he's like i've been bit again and then arthur's like again really <laughs> like, oh god <laughs> and i fucking saved him again he's like thanks and he's like seriously stay away from rattlesnakes like that's what arthur tells the guy <laughs> yeah what the fuck are you doing <laughs> it's just it was so fucking great but yeah just a little shit like that just uh i love it but yeah, no, I, I'm still enjoying my time with it. I don't even know how many hours I've got to know. I could probably check. I'm sure there's stats on there because oh yeah, those all Rockstar games just have like shitloads of stats. Playtime is always logged in those games. Yeah, all I know is that I'm like 54% through it, like as far as completion. But I consider completion like all the challenges, collecting well, yeah, shit, that's, like that's how they measure it too. Yeah. So you probably wrap up the story. Logically, it's like if you don't 60%. do anything else yeah. yeah it's like 60 70 percent and then that's it yeah but yeah and that's about nice. it mostly stevie stevie me, i finally fucking finished spider-man's uh story nice oh fuck and awesome yeah i think the story is really fucking good in that game and he's just a very yeah. well executed story the dialogue is great. Um, I think the performances know, the are performances awesome. The performances are really good. I think it like they, they with the intricacy of like the characters and the delivery of the lines. I think it reminds me like un- of Uncharted or something. Like just that kind of like yeah. like the the like the the normalcy of the of the human interactions uh, and how God beautiful damn. they kind of represent it. I really like. I think they did a really good job. I think it's it's on par with with the best spider-man movies i think as as, oh, yeah. as far as a story like it's just very well executed overall i think the and i really love the game as a as a whole i do think toward the end things start to get a little monotonous with the with the side quests um it's it's not like it's terrible but it's just like all right come on <laughs> like this is just a little it's much. it's the usual open world bullshit yeah it's just that it's just that swinging is just so much fun you overlook it. Yeah, like it, I felt like they just found any excuse to create this world so you could do more side quests and I just got a little bit annoyed with it and it was a little bit too like the world that they created I think was a little bit too similar to like Arkham where it's mm-hmm. like this the world the city's burning down and the everything like people are breaking It's just escalating and everything's escalating like right. it just hit a little bit too close mm-hmm. and i and i just felt like they only did that to basically add like just time to play it like it didn't really mm-hmm. add much to the story like i understand that it kind of happened with the story but it didn't i don't know like adding all of those extra things to do just didn't add much for me um mm-hmm. but right. overall like it's 
a fu- it's a fucking great game, and I highly recommend it. Like I just I just had a lot of fun with it. Um, but yeah. And then I played. Uh, was oh kind of gifted. Uh, you just... Call of Duty. Shit. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, you you just reminded me that was why I've been fucking playing the DLC for oh, Spider Man. Oh, you played the DLC. Nice. Yeah, I played I played the first two packs. Uh, which is kind of cool because I was like, oh, I want to fucking like I want to know more about this world mm-hmm. and this universe that they're building, and they kind of expand on it with like lesser known villains. Uh, I mean, outside mm-hmm. Black Hat. I mean, everybody knows who the fuck Black Hat yeah. is, but uh, but like Hammerhead is in there. Uh, but what's kind of interesting about this this whole season pass is that it's just one ongoing story that's like a totally side thing, and I, I don't think it'll have any kind of impact for the next game or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's just more of like, hey, you want more of this world? Here it is, like yeah. both in story and gameplay. And they actually add a lot as far as, like, enemies. Like, they add more fucking enemies to it. It's a lot fucking harder. Uh, but the story of, like, where they're going, like, I there was some shit in, in like, the second part. I was like, Jesus, there are... It, like, similar to what you're saying, they're really going, like, the Arkham route where it's kind of like they're going really fucking dark with some of the shit mm-hmm. that's, that's happening and some of the character development, uh, at least with some of, like, the side characters. It's like damn man (laughs) but yeah i seriously am enjoying it i can't wait for the third one uh because i've already beat both of them Mm. as far as the story but i'm really just curious to see like where it goes uh for this little this whole little sideline story yeah yeah so yeah like if you can if you can get the season pass and just want to like get be more in that world like i mean 25 dollars is okay but i got it like at 15 so mm-hmm. i'd i'd say it's definitely worth it then like five bucks a piece each um because you know you get like more story you get three new suits which are all cosmetic mm-hmm. not really like they don't have any powers of any kind just looks cool um and like uh, more challenges uh which i guess a lot of people are hating that screwball is is the new task master yeah task master in this in the DLC, but I mean, I guess it's because they're probably saving more Taskmaster stuff for the second mm. game, is what I'm assuming. So they're just like, all right, let's just use the bottom of the bin barrel enemies, villains to fucking keep these challenges going. Yeah. And still I make it some fun. of those names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I had no idea that Screwball was even like a real spider-man villain until i looked it up and it was like oh yeah it's like screwball and uh jester or some shit and i was like what <laughs> you're was, not a real spider-man right so i was like huh that's weird um but yeah i yeah i would say if you want more of more gameplay and more a little bit more story in that universe go for it yeah i'll, pr- I'll probably do that at some point um but then uh, as I was saying, I was kindly gifted Call of Duty uh, by, by Wally, and so we played that for like an hour and a half, and it was yes. a lot of fun. I, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, Did you play Blackout we, or traditional? We played both. Uh, traditional, I, I really enjoy it just because I haven't played 
shooters like that in a long time. So it was kind mm-hmm. of just a change up for me. I mean, I just haven't really played shooters that much to begin with lately. So it was just yeah. I, I think the last one we all got into was Titanfall yeah, Two, we, and that was 2016. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't put a lot of time into that. Um, but yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with that. And then, um, but I think for me, I, like it's just gonna take a while to get used to it because I put so oh yeah put so much time into PUBG and that's like just such a different shooter because it's just such a slow paced oh, I mean unless you're dropping hot every time it's just a slow paced game and comparatively to that you know yeah you're, you're jumping the pace up so fucking fast so it's just getting used to it and then um yeah we played some blackout which uh <laughs> which uh, sorry for my low groove there <laughs> Def, that one, I mean, Chilled out groove. as far as any, like, as far as getting used to it, I think that's going to be really difficult for me to get used to. I think it'll just take a lot of time, but I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I like what they're, I like what they're, they're giving on that one. Like, I just, like, yeah. I like the fast paced style, the, the kind of silliness of it. It is kind of like the arcadey PUBG. Um, oh yeah. And I, I like it. It's just going to take a little bit of time for me to get used to that kind of style of game but yeah Yeah, that was that i felt the same way too where it was like i had to kind of switch my brain and be like the whole point is to grab a gun and go fucking hunt them down as fast as you possibly can whereas like PUBG, it's like okay i might have a little time like i'm gonna continue searching this house and then go after them yeah whereas like it's it's just like with call of duty blackout it's like no grab a fucking gun fuck everything else that's on the floor mm-hmm. maybe if it's on the way there but go and hunt the other person yeah. down because yeah. the the longer you wait the the better they will be like with equipment and armor and all that mm-hmm. shit yeah no bathtubs <laughs> here motherfucker yeah my brain yeah. is just in like that PUBG. gotta gotta keep looting mode you know it's, yeah no that, it is just like hey quickly <clears throat> grab that shit and start running <laughs> yeah get the fuck yeah. you'll loot when you kill them yeah exactly so yeah, but it's gonna take some time to get lo- used to. But I, I really like it. I think it's a good game. I think as far as as far as shooters go, it's a good multiplayer shooter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the multiplayer is multiplayer, but it's like similar to what you're saying. And just like, it's been a while mm-hmm. since I've played like that kind of really fast paced multiplayer game. But I think what's great about switching off between the two is like you play the regular multiplayer game to be like okay i want to learn how the guns work and how just the mechanics are and everything and then blackout is like okay cool you've kind of learned the basics of the different guns and how they operate and what attachments do what but now you're thrown into the situation where it's like you have to take all that knowledge and now go up against other people in this larger scale map and -hmm. try to survive Mm-hmm. So that map is supposed to be like an amalgam of all the other multiplayer maps kind of stitched together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you actually get that feeling or does it just come across as this is just an island? Uh, For me, because I've played through, I've played Black Ops 1, 2, and 3. Uh, it, it's pretty well done, like how how space they are. It's It's very much not like... It doesn't seem like there's like a hard line between everything. Uh, no, it, that's it, Battlefield. You're yeah. thinking the wrong game, <laughs> right? Uh, but it, it's 
it is very much it, like the way that each like map is kind of integrated into being this one island is actually kind of nice uh the only one area that i don't think holds true is the nuketown island uh because the layout for that is totally different from the actual nuketown mm. map but i feel like it is that way it is built that way just because if it was built like the actual nuketown map it would be fucking awful <laughs> for that mode right. so i feel like they had to change it just specifically for that map so that it made sense for like cover and flanking and things like that because yeah like nuketown's such a small map it would be fucking chaos if it was that actual size mm-hmm. and layout right. um but no, I mean there's some there's some locations that are that are pretty great and I think like work really well with like oh, you know, let's go to Asylum, which is the fucking zombie like from a zombie map and there are actual zombies that spawn in there and you if you kill zombies, you get loot. So it's kind of a risk war thing because yeah, you're letting people know where you are cuz you're fucking shooting at them, but they drop shit. So it's like you could get you could get good equipment out of it. And some areas like the graveyard that's nearby asylum, that's just South of it. Like if you, if you and your team basically hold out and survive and kill all the zombies in the area, then it drops basically a fucking chest and it just will be like some of the better weapons in that game with like, it's basically like an airdrop supply from PUBG, but just like you fight through zombies to get to it. So that's kind of like that mechanic there. So, um so it's kind of more than just waiting for airdrops it's like oh i want to actively early game go and fight zombies kill them all and then we can get that chest so that way we have good stuff right out of the gate before that first drop even goes so that's interesting yeah so like little strats like that could be useful but you know i've also done like quad games uh like with a squad group where it was like we were in the middle of fighting all these zombies and not only did we run out of ammo but eventually another team rolled up on us and we're like oh shit we have no ammo to fight anybody (laughs) and then they basically just fucking wiped us out and then finished off that that little quest area so we're like well shit (laughs) that's a neat risk reward and that sounds like enough to differentiate itself to not just be another PUBG right yeah and that's why i always felt so confused whenever people were like oh it's it's the PUBG experience everyone wanted, and I'm like, I don't, I don't really if compare those two. If you want that, two. go play PUBG. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, I don't, re- I can't really compare the two because it's so much faster pace and it's got other, it's got different things to it that are make sense within the COD universe, but wouldn't make sense for PUBG. Because mm-hmm. PUBG, they're starting, there's well. <laughs> They were up until their recent update uh, of trying to keep it realistic, but now they're, ans- they're now they're adding dance emotes to it, on top of all the silly skins that they've. They're basically becoming Fortnite. They're following f- Fortnite's footsteps mm-hmm. at this point. It's one of those if you can't beat them, join them scenarios, <laughs> and that's where they're at right now. Which is for me and a lot of other friends, we're like done kind of done with it well nice anything else steve mm. get up to playing watching fiddling i'm trying to think if i watched any movies but <laughs> oh i'm always fiddling 
I don't think I watched anything new. No. So yeah, I think that's about it for me. Nice. Is that, is that gonna? Is that gonna end us? Is that gonna end us this week? I think so. I think that'll do it. I think that'll do it. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We will see you next week. Hopefully, back to our regularly scheduled Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday, December third. We will see you then. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye. See ya. Bye.